By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. Westplex 107.1. <laughs> Shelly doing background vocals on that one. <laughs> I would love to do back, background voices on Nelly. I, mean, I, I love that song. You mean that wasn't you? Oh, yeah, it was me, the doinks. You know, you know yeah. what it sounded Thank like? Thank you for that, Brad. It sounded like... You just sound like you're in pain. That's what it did. It sounded like you're in pain. I did not stop <laughs> it. Already. Let's let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Uh, and it starts. What starts? Really? What, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Your shenanigans. Uh, you know, you know why we we almost didn't get on the air this morning. We had a problem with one of the computers. You know what the problem with the computer is? What? Your user agreement sucks. That's what it is. User agreement sucks. We couldn't get. That's probably <laughs> true. Uh. Hi everyone, you are listening to BS in the Morning. I am Brad, he is Shelly, and you are listening to us on our TrimalCast, KSOQ 104.5, Westplex 1071, and AM 1350 KRAP. I will be a completely different person. Yep, she's a completely different person now that she's a grand, she's a grand person. She's not just... I'm a glamma. She's a grand person. Even even Bob says it. Bob says it. And when Bob says it, when Bob says... Shelly, what's this BS about being a grandma? Don't you know you can't say that anymore? You are a grand person. That's right. She's a grand person. You know, you, uh-huh. you, you got to get with the times. You can't do this. You got you can't mix up your pronouns. You got to be this nonspecific. Dude, I really don't have to get rid, get get with the times. I've been stuck in the 80s. I <laughs> you, love the 80s. You can't you can't use him, her, she, he, any of those kind of things. I, I actually can use anything I want to use. Do you think these those people sit up at night and think about stuff like this? I mean, like they have to her, them and Greta. It's like Maslow's theory of hierarchy. How far up the pyramid are they that they don't have to worry about being eaten by a tiger or, or you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, I do, actually. it's just to the point where it's like, it's like, I don't, I, you know, why, why do you, and not only that, why do we have to change everything? You know, I get it that things change. You know, we're not driving around in horse and buggies. At least most people aren't. The Amish people still do. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, for the most part, uh, you know, we, we move on. Most of us have adopted computers. There are a few people out there that haven't. Most people have smartphones, things like that. And there are a few people out there that or don't. Or not very smartphones. There's a few people out there that still have the flip phones. You know, nothing against that. At least they have a phone, right? Flip phones are coming back. Well, they are and they aren't. It's the new, I don't think that's going to take off. I mean, what is it? Android has the uh, has the one that folds in half. The I, Z Fold. Is that, they have one that folds in half vertically and one that folds in half horizontally. Okay. The problem I have with that is being as a computer guy and somebody who repairs stuff, anytime you have something that folds, it becomes a weak point. You know what I mean? I mean, like... You know, you know what I'm saying? If you take, I don't, yeah, I do. I don't care how well. But they, I, that doesn't stop me from wanting one. You, you would really want one of those. I do. I thought you were happy. I with... would like my phone a little bigger, but I want the one that that folds um, vertically. I don't. I, but why? Why would you want that? You have to open it up to. You know, it's like the old days of flip phones. I mean, if you were. That's actually not accurate. 
Um, you can actually look at it because it's got a screen on the outside. Yeah. And and you can it that's you only have to open it when you want a bigger surface. See, I'm the king of coming up with ideas that never go anywhere, and I say that's not you idea. are. You are actually you reign supreme. <laughs> I think I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Well, it's just you know I come up with the crazy thing about it is years ago my brother said my problem is I'm five years ahead of everybody else and I get you are I get bored at year you're, number you're one. You're a pioneer. Well, but the problem with it is is look at this. I'm coming up on I mean, you know, in two years I will have been on the internet for thirty years. I think about that for a minute. I mean, I've I've taught classes at colleges where I have been on the air I have been on the internet longer than people have been alive. You know what I mean? People who born, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> who born like as have I in the you know the mid to late nineties, and I've been and and it's crazy because I think I'm like God. Thirty years ago, we were using. I mean, I, you know, when I first got on on the internet, uh, and we were using Windows three what was it Windows three or whatever heck it was. I mean, you know, and and dial up, and we were streaming this radio station, KSOQ, and not Westplex because it's a newer station. We were streaming these stations, and nobody could listen because nobody had nobody had bandwidth. Everybody had like dial up, and you couldn't listen to a streaming radio station on a what a fifty five whatever is it twenty twenty four k whatever it was. I mean, you know, think about how everybody's been spoiled now and to the point where I heard an ad the other day for, what, AT&T Fiber, we'll put one gigabit into your house. I'm going like, holy crap. I mean, I knew companies that, that bragged about having a T1, which at the time was like a big which deal. Which was expensive. Yes, now it's like T1's like nothing. T1's like, you know, crappy internet, you know? I mean, it's not very good. Well, back then you had to actually pay for long distance. Well, yeah, but one of the guys, matter of fact, I don't know if I told you the story, at the uh, KSOQ Studios in Washmo, we actually had a pop there. A what, A pop, point of presence. We had a thing for the people who lived out in the Franklin County area and have like a 239 or a 390 number. Back in the day, anything, if you lived in, in Washmo... And in a lot of areas like that, you can only call your local exchange as a lo- as a local number. So if you were if you lived in like in Washmo and you tried to call Union, it was a toll call. You could only yes. call you could only call two three nine to three nine zero. We had a pop at the radio station. Won't say who it was because he may not appreciate me saying telling the story. But we had a down in the basement. We had a big rack of computers, and if you were in the Washmo area. Chances are, if you were on the internet back in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, and you dialed into your computer, you're dialed into your internet server, you were dialing the radio station, believe it or not. If you were dialing a 239 or a 390 number, and it was toll-free. And it was like, it's like, God, that's so... But still, the problem is... and. You know, here's the thing that gets me about this this deal where they talk about the the you know the 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 3.5 billion dollar infrastructure bill. Okay, here's what they should do. And once again, the majority of that money goes to I don't know weird stuff like you know people that get bassinets for their kids or you know stuff like that. I mean, it's not you know when they say human infrastructure, it's like you know what I think of human infrastructure. What? I think I like the bionic man, you know? I mean, like, like human infrastructure. Is your leg gone bad? My husband's going to be a bionic man. Well, but that kind of thing, bionic eye, all that kind of stuff. People go, what's he talking about bionic? They don't know about the $6 million man. But anyway, 
if they're really serious about human infra- infrastructure, get the fiber out there like in, in the middle of nowhere. You know, I mean, like within our listening area right now, and we don't have that big, big listening area because we're not like one of the super big stations in St. Louis. Within our listening area, we have people that, have, that have no internet. If they do have internet, it's like satellite or they're using like a MiFi, like a, you know, a T-Mobile MiFi yeah, or whatever the yeah. heck it is. They have no internet because there's no cable near them. There's no fiber near them. And, and dial-up is to the point where dial-up is just too slow anymore. I mean, and, there's, and when you go out further west, like you go in the middle of Kansas, there's nothing out there. There's no internet or anything like that. You know, and they should take that money and put fiber everywhere. Just like what Mike Elam's doing in his company. They're putting fiber all over St. Charles County. Yes, he is. But unfortunately, I gave him an address the other day, and he says they don't have service for that address. But he Aww. says he says maybe next year. I get it. They're building it out. You know, have, have you? They have, are. Have you talked to and him? They're going to be amazing. You, I actually contacted him the other day. What's the name of his company again? I'm sorry. What's the name of Mike Elam's new company? I three broadband. Is it, have you talked to him about it at your house? Has, is your house available yet? That's not why I reached out to him. No, but have you talked to him about that? I have not. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. Oh, oh, just so you know. So um, we have another visitor in our studio, and we do. He's made it a point. He's got his own spot. I'm in my underwear. He's made it a point to come up and be on the air with us. Who's that? Chance. Is that your goofy dog? It's not a goofy dog. He's a he's a he's a prince, is what he is. He's a goofy dog. No, he, well, he is kind of a goofy <laughs> he's a dog. Goofy dog. No, he's my prince. Goofy dog. Why now? Why is he in your studio? Because he wants to participate and be a part of the plan. Oh, I've and got the team. I've got a guest in my studio. Who's that? Mickey. Who? Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, it's his mouse. I keep trying to kill. <laughs> I can never Do you have it. a mouse? Oh, can, can, you don't want to know. I have to tell you a stupid story. I I used to have mice here, and then I got turned on to something. And if I told you my secret for getting rid of mice, you wouldn't believe it. And God, does it work? God, does it? Yeah, work. I would. I just because I believe every little silly thing you say. I just don't take a shower for a week, and the mice just can't stand the smell, and they and they leave. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> You're funny. No, 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 no. I get. I. I don't. I, I used to have squirrels here too. Terrible squirrel problem. I know that you did. Terrible. They squirrel used to problem. set off your alarm, didn't they? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Set off the alarm. Yep. Yeah. In one of the studios. Yep. Yeah. They used to set off the, the the motion detector all the time. Hasn't happened in a long time because I know how to get rid of mice and squirrels now. Good. You should tell me. No, I'm not going to tell you. Secret. I'll charge you. Oh, okay. I'll charge you like one of the. The critter control kind of people. I need to. I know. Like I need to call Pez. Two two hundred dollars. Yeah, they, they'll do it. They'll take Go care Pez. of you. Yeah, they'll take care of your your mice and and stuff they like will. that. Yeah, they're pretty amazing that, actually. Like that, that. That Doug the Bug Man. I mean, they don't call him Doug the Bug Man for nothing. You know what I'm saying? No, they do not. I mean, he's the Bug and Man. And he loves his job. Right. Okay, we got to go. It's time uh, for a break. Six twenty six. Oh, okay. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Make up your mind. 104.5. Really? Make up your mind. AM 1350 
and 107.1. All stations were on right now. The Trimal Cast. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Cast. The <laughs> web address is bsinthemorning.show. Um, anything, anything you want to talk about news-wise? I got all sorts of crazy stuff to talk about. About news? Well, you know, here we go again. Um, I don't quite understand. Um, I don't understand these people that say that the Republicans, and I'm not endorsing anything the Republicans do, but there's the Democrats saying the Republicans are trying to pass all these laws that make it so you can't vote. Do you understand that? I mean, no. you, you and I have had this discussion before. First off, it's to the point where, where who doesn't have a picture ID? I mean, I'm thinking to myself, I don't quite understand that, you know? And you can get one for free. I told you years ago, a couple of years ago, no, it wasn't even a year ago. It was, it was, it was uh, earlier this year when I'm coming back from Kansas City when I'm getting my COVID-19 shots. There's a lady on one of the stations who was like a state rep. I, don't know, I think she was from someplace down in southern Missouri. And she talked about the fact that I think it's the, uh, the Secretary of State's office. If you, can't, if you can't find the documentation to get a picture ID, they'll do the research for you for free. And the ID is free. I'm going, okay, so why is it so tough? And think about it. If you're trying to fly, if, if today someone said, hey, Shelly, there's, there's a ticket for you at the airport. Come visit me, one of your friends. Come visit me in San Francisco. There's a ticket for you at the airport. Or I'll send you the ticket. I already paid for it. Uh, and you say, oh, I can't. I don't have a picture ID. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> who, who doesn't? Yeah, that who, won't happen. And, and not only that, it's like, oh, God, you know, I heard some guy yesterday talking about the Republicans are trying to make it so that people can't vote. First off, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've talked about this before. It just drives me nuts. It's to the point where. Like your prostate? Well, <laughs> you know what happens when you say that? <laughs> Huh? You know what happens when you say that? I do. <laughs> I got to find I it. I happen to like him. <laughs> I got to find it. There it is. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. <laughs> That's what. Great marketing. The Larry King, Larry King thing. Uh, so anyway, the idea being. I'm sorry, I digress. Well, no. <laughs> the idea being is that I just don't understand this. And not only that, I mean, there when I where I grew up, there was a, there was a couple, a guy a couple doors down that was a Democrat. He was a staunch Democrat. I remember my mom and dad talking about this. And you know what he did on, on election day? All Who? This guy that used to live down the street from us. Okay? Where what I grew. did he do on election day? Okay. He took off. <clears throat> he took a day off for election day. And he drove people to the polls. The old people that lived in our neighborhood that, you know, didn't have a car or didn't drive or stuff like that. He would he would set schedules up. He'd say, "Okay, I'm going to be by at nine o'clock and pick you up." And he'd like put two or three people in his car, and he'd drive them to the school, actually where I went to school at, which was a polling station. And he would drive them back home, and then he would take another load of people. And I'm going like, "Okay, so now, you know, I mean, like once again, if it's that important, why can't why can't we uh, why can't we you know? I mean, I just don't understand. It just drives me nuts because." I got my stupid real ID, and quite honestly, I look at my new real ID, and I look at my old driver's license, and I think to myself, okay, I don't see a heck of a lot of difference. What's the big... Except for in the upper corner, it says, not for real ID. Well, but, but, no, nah, mine... The driver's license. Mine does. doesn't. Mine doesn't say anything yes, like that. It does. That's now, because it's a real ID. No, no, no. I don't have a real ID. No, no, no. My old driver's license does not say, this is not a real ID. That's because it's your old driver's license. But you said says this is a real ID. This is not a real no. ID. No, 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 no. My driver's license says not for real ID purposes. You have an old driver's license. You, no. 
You don't have the new you don't have the new real ID driver's license, right? I didn't get the real ID. Well, you can't I didn't have all the paperwork. You can't fly anymore. I'm sorry? You can't fly anymore. Oh, that's right. They moved that back. You have to have a real I see what don't get I'm going. sorry? I say you can't fly anymore. I'm Without speak, a real ID? You have to have a real ID to fly. And you have to have a blood sample and 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 you have to have a DNA sample to fly now. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> yes, lady, you, ladies and gents, you are listening to BS in the morning. Speaking of non BS. BS the B. You know, you know what's interesting? Southwest and BS. Wasn't this past weekend, the weekend before last, Southwest canceled all these flights and they claim it was due to the weather or some traffic controller in Jacksonville. It was a fly 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 uh fly cancellation it was, it was, it was a, like a slowdown it was a slowdown and and yeah and but yet the ceo and everybody oh no it's not there's no there's no slowdown no, we're not having problems with pilots okay why why did the entire country for southwest come to a screeching halt because of one air, air traffic controller in jacksonville florida whatever the heck it was and they said because military training okay what are they doing flying like you know squadrons of b-52s across the country like spaced at 10 miles Wait, apart or something like okay, that okay hold on you said it was because of an air traffic controller? In Jacksonville, Florida. That's what they're claiming. They're claiming... What happened? Who the heck knows? That's what that's what Southwest was saying. Well, it's because of an air traffic controller in, in Jacksonville, Florida. They're saying because it was some... There was some mess up in Jacksonville, Florida, like a, what do you call it? The regional? What are the... What are those, you know the terms on that. Like what the, the guys that, that, that shepherd the... The, the, he the had a deal. No, the, the, the who are the controllers that shepherd the planes cross country? Not the guys sitting in the tower, but the guys oh, who are. Oh, those are the guys in the Tracon. Tracon, terminal okay. radar, radar right. approach control, which we happen to have one. Right. Over in Research Park. Right, and those are the guys that when you're between like Kansas City and St. Louis, you're talking to those guys, right? Yes. Okay. And they're in a little room right. that's actually not a little room it's a big room right it's dark and it's got lighting right you lighting. got it's you got and once again i was a helicopter pilot so we didn't care about navigation we just got in the air and flew uh-huh <laughs> no. but you've got your approach controllers your departure controllers you got your atcs and then you got those guys the tracon guys right yes okay and you also have your centers right that's what i'm saying yeah so so the idea being is that why did one center screw up the entire country well now southwest airlines is is doing a little bit of a double take they're going like hey you know what maybe we won't fire you if you don't get your shot maybe we'll just put that deadline out until february of next year <laughs> you know it's like okay whatever and now i heard something yesterday i don't know if this is true or not what that so far this year in Portland, Oregon, it used to be like a real quiet little suburb or a little quiet small city. I think 600,000 people in Portland, Oregon. They've had a thousand shootings in Portland, yeah, Oregon. Yeah, it's, it's turned into uh, How can that be? Blade Runner. How can a thousand shootings? How can that be? I don't think the city of St. Louis hold it. The city of St. No, Louis. No, don't say that because St. Louis is pretty. City we're Saint, like number six. City of St. Louis had a thousand has a thousand shootings last last weekend. That's what they had. And like yesterday, this bizarre story. These four guys. Should you hear the story? These four guys shooting it out in North City. Four dudes shooting it out. What well, if it wasn't on Facebook? I haven't heard it. Two guys. Two guys killed. Two guys in the hospital critical condition. They're like it's like the gunfight at the OK Corral. They're firing each other in the street somewhere. I'm going like, oh, okay, this is weird. You know, I mean, like, oh, God, I don't even understand anymore. I don't, I, and, and once again, it's to the point where, where it's like, I don't, and God, I heard this thing 
the other day where I can't remember who it was. It happened a couple of weeks ago where there was a lady who was, a, not because she was a lady, that's just what she was. I mean, we, I mean, we can't even call her. There was this person, because you're not a grandma, you're a grand, grand person. There was this person a who, who was being, who was being um, trying to be certified for some job in the DOJ, and they had these hearings. And she wrote this memo. I have to see if I can find this. She wrote this memo, and she talked about, we're not going to prosecute any of the following crimes. Larceny, breaking and entering, vandalism, uh, trespassing. I mean, they're not going to prosecute those crimes. I'm going like, okay, so somebody can break into your house and steal stuff, and if you and if the police catch them, they'll go, ah, well, you and know. As long as it doesn't um, end up in a in a death, they're not going to prosecute. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's like okay, so and like okay, last night, next break, I'm going to talk about my crazy night, and this is happening to me more and more and more. Last night. It was up to five, okay? I was driving back to my place last night, probably about 8 o'clock or so, okay? And I, you're not going to believe what happened to me. I mean, and, and to the point, at one point in time, I'm going like, what in the world is going on? I mean, what, what has happened to people who are out driving? First off, they're driving like Shelly, Mario, Mario Andretti, Shelly Barr, you know, who are like doing, you know, 190. 190- you only say that, and it only looks like you're standing still. When I pass you by, because you're doing 40. I don't drive 40 on the highways. You totally drive 40. I, I try to be a safe driver. You know, vroom, I talked. Vroom. I talked about this the other day that that you know I have a, a car with a little four-cylinder engine, and if the air conditioner is on, what please? It does a car with a four-cylinder engine. Okay, little. Four, I do too. Little four, little four-cylinder engine. Okay, and if the air conditioning's on, it doesn't move very fast. Okay, but here's my problem, and I had happened to me the other day. We talked about this. If you're at a left turn light. And you're turning onto a street that has two lanes, you know, two lanes in each direction. Okay, when you make the turn, what lane are you supposed to turn into? If you're at a left turn lane and you make the turn, you're supposed to turn on the inner and the inside lane. Okay. Yes. So then, what the proper procedure is that if you want to get, if you're like, let's say you're turning into a street that has two lanes in each direction, and you make a left turn, and then you need to to go into a shopping center that's like, let's say, a half mile down the road after you've made your left turn, then what do you do? You turn on your right turn signal and you switch lanes, right? Correct. I forever have these people at left turn lights that when I turn into the proper lane, they zoom around me on the right side. You know, I mean, they don't they don't turn into the left lane. They just go on the outside. I'm going like, did they not take driver's ed? You know, I mean, Did they have a joysticker on their car? <laughs> 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 or now it's a boost sticker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did they have a boost no, sticker the, on their no, car? No, the difference is the joystickers on minivans, the boost stickers on hoopties. See, that's that's the difference. <laughs> that's, that's that's the difference. <laughs> and we're not casting aspersions on the radio stations. They're lovely. Yeah, it's their listeners that are just their drivers. Because <laughs> yeah, they're in like Okay, can I make this? Can I make this red light? Oh yeah, I just pray. Oh yeah, I made it right through that red light. Nobody hit me. I know, uh, and right, everybody right, slams their brakes right, on. Right. <laughs> can <laughs> Can I back into this parking space without looking for, to see if there's anybody behind me? Yeah, God's with me. He'll He'll warn me. <laughs> who Who <laughs> needs Who needs deal. that backup camera? As I'm backing up, he'll say, "Hello, I wouldn't back into that space. There's somebody in that space already." Oh, thanks, God. Appreciate it. He was holding the space for me. So there are some songs that they will not play 
but do they play Jesus Take the Wheel? No. For, Why? Because first, first off, it's old. They don't play old stuff. They play all these. They play just like when you hear a con, like a you know, like a concert. Like, hey, it's the Joy ninety nine concert at the Family Arena, and they list these names of these groups. I go, never heard of them. 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 I go, I guess you got to be like into that music. And you know what's really interesting? There was a what? thing. It's funny you should bring that up. There was a thing that the the ultimate McRadio company is this company called EMF. We don't have them here in St. Louis, but they do. They do Joy kind of radio all over the country they have like uh-huh. you know it's like it's they they go and they buy these stations they fire everybody and then they put a satellite dish in, and that's how they do radio and i'm not exaggerating i mean they, they've done that time and time again they did wplj in new york had a staff of 100 they bought the station they fired everybody hired one guy to sit there and, and babysit the automation system and bang that's what happens anyway uh what was i going to say um oh there was a guy interview with one of the morning guys that's on the on the satellite system, you know, on the morning guys on on Joe on not on 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 K Love, and you know what he was saying? What we need more Christian radio DJs. I'm going like, why? You fire all the people on the I radio station. I was just going to say, wh- why? <laughs> it's just it's just you on 400 stations around the country. What do you mean you mean need more? And he's saying that like. People have the wrong idea about being a Christian radio DJ, that you don't have to be a devout Christian. You could be a devil worshiper. No, he didn't say that. But he did say that, that people think, well, I could never be a Christian radio DJ because I drink or I smoke or I, I, you know, I, I, I chase little old ladies through the shopping center you know, with a knife. I do those kind of things, and I could never be a Christian radio DJ. I'll go, oh, put your sins behind you and be a Christian radio DJ. I'm going like, I don't believe I'm reading this. He just—they just fired so, everybody in the country, and it's just him, him and his cohort, you know. And I'm going like, okay, I don't understand. Why are you saying there need more Christian radio? It's you on every radio station across the country. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. I'm, I'm, I'm going like, it would be like, it would be like, like once upon a time. You know, like at the gas stations, remember where guys used to come out and 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 pump your gas and and wash your windshield and all that kind of stuff. Remember way back back in the day, and in some states they still do that. Do you know that? In in some states in New Jersey, it's illegal to to pump your own gas. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I but, wonder, is there any Sinclairs around anymore? Uh, there used to be one right across the street from Westport, but I think it finally closed. I still love that dinosaur. Because they used to come out and pump your gas. I love that. Love that dinosaur, man. I was a kid. I thought to myself. I know. I told my he mom. Was, he's like an icon. I tell my mom, get, get gas at the at the dinosaur station. We want to go to the dinosaur station. Are are the 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 one? Get this. The one. I don't know if you remember this or not. I mean, this is really dating myself. They had the thing where they had the horse. The is the, the horse that would like rear up its rear legs and kick your car and put like horseshoe prints into your car, and then. When you went to the gas station, you got those horseshoe print things, and I love those things. I had them stuck all over my room. You know what I'm talking about? No. They were two plastic things that looked like two horseshoes. Who was that? I have to find that out. It's going to... Do you remember when gas was like 37 cents? Yeah, last year when Trump was in office. <laughs> uh, yeah, 309. God, don't tell me I about felt it. violated. Well, this is like ridiculous. I mean, everything's like, you know, you can't find this. You go to the store, there's no nothing in the store, you know. And and, and you say they've changed their pricing on Thursdays. They don't. It's Tuesdays. No, now it's now it's all over the time. They used to but back now it's just like they'll change it. They'll change it any day of the week now. It's just crazy time. 
crazy time. We'll talk about this yesterday because they talked about this yesterday at the press conference, presidential press conference. And and there's a there's a there's a was it in the Washington Post and the New York Times? You're not gonna believe this article. I, some of the stuff that I read, I, I'm nowadays I'm going like I can't believe they're writing this. Anyway, we got to take a break at six forty six. Six forty six. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 107.1 AM 1350 and crap 104.5 KSLQ. That's Mr. Non-Pronouns. Mr. Non non pronouns? Yeah, you can't you you they Sam Smith you call can't call him a he. He gets mad about that. Whatever, man. <laughs> you believe this. They're, they're, okay, are you ready for this? <laughs> are you ready for this? I didn't believe oh. I didn't believe this until I looked it up last night. I heard What's somebody that? I heard somebody talking about that there was a an, an article in the Washington Post. You know, the Washington Post is the paper that jo- that uh, Jeff Bezos, the Amazon dude owns, okay? Uh-huh. And uh, matter of fact... I don't think I'm on the air. Yeah, you're on the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're on the air. Why? Because I can't hear myself. Well, I know we're going out over the air because I'm seeing the meter. I know move. you're over the air, but I can't hear me. No, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. Now I can hear me. Oh, well, you can always hear yourself. Okay, You anyway. pushed a button, th- that button that you don't let me push. I did not. That's yes, what... you did. Here, there's another good one. <laughs> Third break, couple minutes in, you push that button that you don't let me. That push would be an F eight. Cue this. No, no, that's that's like here. Hold on a minute. That's like <laughs> when you're late. It's like hold on. Here we go. Here's the one. Here it is, right here. I just don't want to push the wrong button because you never let me play with the buttons. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you have a button fixation. Okay. So there's an article in the Washington Post yesterday. Have a button fixation. <laughs> There's an article in the post, uh, the Washington Post yesterday that's essentially saying that we're spoiled Americans and we should stop complaining about short-staffed businesses, supply chain issues, and lack of products in stores. We should stop complaining about that because we've been spoiled. We've been spoiled by the fact that when we go to the store and want to buy toilet paper, we can choose from 10 different brands. Now you go to the store again and you try to buy toilet paper and there's no, there's no toilet paper. Or if you try to buy certain things, oh, I'm sorry, that's on the truck somewhere. We don't know where that's at. You know what I mean? Yeah, or the toilet paper is like jailhouse toilet paper. Uh, matter of fact, the lady wrote, here's, here's, a, here's, a, uh, here's a, a, a quote from her article. Time for some new, more realistic expectations. Now, you know what this reminds um, here, here Here's another one. American consumers, their expectations hmm. pampered and catered to for decades are not accustomed to inconvenience. Well, to a certain extent, I agree with that because of the fact that, once again, when you go to the store to buy something for, like, decades, it was there. You know what I mean? When you went, or, like, like for example, is every drive through every restaurant that has a drive through is anybody ever going to open up their dining rooms anymore? I got something yesterday. The smartest woman in the world sent me something that, I don't know if this is this where this was, but she said that... that St. Louis Bread Company wasn't opening until 11 o'clock because they didn't have enough people to open the store. Is that right? I I don't know the answer to that question, but it wouldn't surprise me because they're so expensive. You're a big bread co person. I mean, I mean, don't they like open? I used to be a bread co person until it it actually, if you want to, you pick two, it's like fifteen dollars. 
Well, I, I didn't remember the. I did the kids' menu challenge. Remember that doofus who was the the CEO said, "Oh, yes, I challenged at all the McDonald's and Burger King to go on a kids' menu challenge because our kids' menu has less calories than their." I'm going like, dude, everything at bread company is like 10,000 calories you know you yes I mean, it's like there's nothing on your ca- on your on your your menu that's diet you know what I mean come on, come on give me a break uh any I don't know they really their food is really good it's just expensive Lake St. Louis the smartest woman in the world says that apparently the lake the the bread co in Lake St. Louis didn't open it doesn't open until 11 o'clock because they don't have enough staff and they close at seven o'clock, so they're open for eight hours. Woohoo! Eight whole hours. It's like Main Street. <laughs> I told I told you what what the one guy told us at the the Culvers in down in the valley. He said the 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 uh, the the Hardee's closes at four o'clock. Four o'clock. I mean, like, why even open? I mean, why do you close at four o'clock? Don't you think at least they open till like six? You know, that way people can get dinner. I mean, you know, what did they close at four o'clock so all the senior citizens can eat, and you know, and they're they're done by four, and then they close. I mean, I don't get it. Anyway, this article goes on to talk about how we've been spoiled, and 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 we, uh, 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 and and we should we, uh, we Americans should do themselves a favor by consciously lowering their expectations instead of taking their frustrations out on shop owners and delivery people. She also described how disruptions were affecting business owners from their perspective. She then suggested that disruptions could affect the publication of a new book. She was, forget this. She says she's complaining about the fact these disruptions could disrupt, could affect the publication of a new book she was writing, adding, quote, paper shortages, worker shortages, and the traffic jams at shipping ports were endangering holiday book sales. Tough toenails, honey. I mean, I mean, you know, she's complaining about stuff, but then she says, it, I, it, you might not even be able to buy my new book because it might not be in the stores. Okay, first off, I know lots of people that read. Not too many of them go to the stores anymore, right? I mean, right. what what was the book the book com- the bookseller that went out of business? There's still a couple of them around. There's one down at 170 Ledu. Is it? It's not Barnes and Noble, is it? I can't remember which one went under. Isn't that terrible? I, I mean, think it's Barnes and Noble that went under. And There's one of them that went under. Okay, now can I ask you one other thing? Let's talk about this next hour. Sure. Will there are they closing every Office Max and Office Depot? Are they closing every single one of them down? They're the same company. I know, but they're but they're closing them all. Okay, the one in Chesterfield Valley. They're probably Valley, doing that because people are ordering offline. The one in Chesterfield Valley gone. The one in Washmo gone. The the one on Mid Rivers Mall right there, at Cottleville, right in the same same shopping center that's got like Schnooks. That one's being closed down. I mean, it is. I, yeah, they're closed. It's it's the you know it's like going out of business sale. I'm going like okay, so they're probably reorganizing. That's what they do. What reorganizing into what? They're um, they're reorganizing so people won't go in there and there's no paper. Oh well, you lower your expectations. Come back next week when we might have some paper. <laughs> we got to go. Computer's going to grab me if I don't. Six fifty nine. Yep. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 107.1, AM 1350 crap, and uh, 104.5 KSLQ. I can't remember all three of the stations. Trimalcast, that's us. BS in the Morning. She's Shelly. I'm Brad. Did I get that right for a change? Um... Or was that wrong? I think it was wrong. I'm uh, Shelly. She's Brad. 
That's pretty much what you always say. BSinthemorning.show is our web address. Okay, a couple things to talk about, sort of rapid fire here. How about that plane crash outside of Houston yesterday? That plane, you know, you know they were they were going to the uh, to the uh, um, Houston game, the Houston baseball game, uh, what in Boston? And uh, you know what I'm talking about? That plane that crashed never got off. It, it apparently never got off the ground. Ran, it was on a small regional airport, and uh, an MD87. You know, first time I heard that, I was like, MD87. And I go to Wikipedia and I look at all the the MDs. That was back in the day. If you remember, it used to be the DC-9, and then yes. that was when Douglas Aircraft built it. And then MD, McDonnell Douglas, bought Douglas, and they merged. And they, yes. and they called them, they called them MD, uh, whatever, MD-80s, MD-90s. MD-87 is one of the later versions of that plane. And then, this is like a little-known fact, when Boeing bought McDonnell or Boeing bought, bought McDonnell Douglas, they renamed some of the planes the 717. Did you know there was a 717? I did, actually. There was a 707. Obviously, the 707 was back in the 60s, which was like a, a you know, a earth-shaking development because the 707, like, so opened up, you know, intercontinental uh, travel and stuff like that, which had been done before, but not as to the, the, the extent that the 707 did. So then they renamed some of the, the aircraft that were being made. Essentially, they were like the old McDonnell Douglas uh, aircrafts, but they n- named them Boeing 717. Now, can I tell you something that I saw the other day that I thought was fascinating? Sure. I read these things sometimes, and there's answers to questions I've never had. And, like, for example... Her, her answers to questions you've never had. Well, okay, things that I even know about, okay? And here was the article. The article talked about the fact that... There are jets in Hawaii that don't have enough capacity for fuel to fly to the mainland. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, now hold on a minute now. And we're talking big jets. We're not talking like little corporate jets you could like take apart and put on like a ship or something like that. We're talking big jets. Okay, so if they were manufactured like, let's say they're manufactured like in Seattle at Boeing, how do they get to Hawaii? There's the regional jets, jets that fly like between the islands and things like that. But they're like fairly big jets. Okay, how do they get to Hawaii? You know what the answer is? No. They showed a picture of one of the insides of one of these jets. I think it was like a it was like it was like an MD80 or something like that. And when they ferry them back, if they need to go back to like some place that they get inspected on the mainland, they take out a bunch of seats and they put in fuel tanks inside the passenger compartment and they plumb those fuel tanks into into the aircraft so then they fly so then there's enough fuel in the aircraft so they can go from hawaii to the mainland and then when they go back they fill up all the fuel tanks in the wings and then they fill up the fuel tanks inside the passenger compartment they fly it back to hawaii then they take the fuel tanks out and they put the seats back in. Now, the interesting thing is the fuel tanks have to be small enough so that, like, they fit through the door. So they're portable. No, they go through the door. Otherwise, they couldn't yeah. get them, you know, the same door that you and I walk into. They have to be able to go into the door and make, a like, a right turn. Because when you, you know, get on a plane, you walk in yeah. and you make a right yeah. turn, you know, unless you're the pilot and you make a left turn. Anyway, I'm going like, and I showed this picture, and they had eight of these fuel tanks, four of them each side. They had, like, 40 of the seats taken out, and they had these fuel tanks in there. I'm going like, I never thought about that. Because, you know, and the same thing, like when they deliver those planes, like if they make, like back in the day when McDonnell Douglas was building those planes 
And that's how they would get them out to Hawaii. They would have special versions of the plane that had, like, plumbing inside the cabin that had, like, fuel lines. Now, when you're in the plane, you know, it's when, when it's made back into a passenger plane, they've got, you know, all the seats in there, and you don't see the, the, the hoses and things like that. But they're up in the luggage compartment. And they're, like, in there, and they're, like, they, you know, they, they put caps on them, and they close them up, and then the plane flies. But if it has to go back to the mainland, they take, like, 40 seats out, like 20 each side, put these fuel tanks in, and plumb them into the aircraft, uh, you know, a fuel system. I'm going, like, I never knew that. Isn't that interesting? Now, here's what happened to me last night, okay? Do you drive a lot at, at night? Are you out on the road much at night? I, I do. Okay. I like it. Last night. I like to put the... the um moonroof open and yeah especially with those that big huge moon that was out last night it was pretty okay last last night in the in the course of a half an hour i had not one not two not three not four but five people driving along next to me or in front of me or passing me with no headlights on now i get the fact that some people have the daytime running lights and you think your taillight you know you think your headlights are on and they're not but last night i was on 170 and a FedEx truck passed me that had no lights on at all. I mean, no lights. It's dark. It's pitch dark. It's 8 o'clock. And this happened to me on 94 last night. For, that was number one. 94, guy, guy comes flying up 94, or 364, passes me on the ramp to get on 94. I'm going up 94. Guy passes me, no headlights, no taillights. I almost hit him because, you know, once again, it's dark. It's 8 o'clock. Like, it gets dark at 7 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock, and the guy passes me, has no headlights on. Okay, that's number one. Then number two, I'm on Eastbound 70. I'm in Earth City Expressway. A guy passes me, no lights on. Number three, I'm on Eastbound 70 approaching the St. Charles Rock Road. A different guy passes me, no lights on. Number four, I'm in front of the airport, you know, and a guy. And you're sure you had your lights on. I'm, of course I had my lights on. You know, I'm going like, and a couple of times, the guy in front of me on 70 who was going about the same speed as I was, I'm, I come up on him and go like, is that a car in front of me? And if it wasn't for the fact that these reflectors showed up in my in my headlights, I wouldn't have even seen the guy. And I flashed him with my brights, you know. And this is funny. I flashed him with my brights, the one guy on Eastbound 70 in front of the airport, and he rolls down the window, and he gives me the number one symbol, you know. I'm going like, dude, you're driving down the highway with no lights on. I'm trying to warn you that you don't have lights on, and you flipped me off. And then number five, I won south on 170. And a FedEx truck, not like one of the big monster FedEx tractor trailers, but like one of the guys that deliver to your door, you know, like one of the big box trucks, passes, yeah. passes me no lights on whatsoever. I, you know, I you know, flashed lights at him. He didn't pay attention, gets off the rock road. No lights. The only time the lights came on was when his brake lights came on. I'm going like, what is going on? And this happens to me quite a bit. I mean, do people forget? Like, and I get... Well, they could have problems because... My precious, the 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 car I had yeah. that I traded in, right? Um, she decided that she was not going to uh, run the regular headlights, but I but, only could run my fog lights. But your tail lights would come on, wouldn't they? No, my all the other lights worked except for my headlights. These are people that have no lights on in their car, none. Maybe maybe the light in the in the dashboard and their radios on. That was it. That's the Paradise th- by the dashboard right. line. Right. Maybe their lights on their on you know the speedometer are on, but that's it. Now, once again, I understand that people have the daytime running lights. That you know, if you start your car up and you're driving down a highway and you see a little bit of glimmer of light out in front of you, okay, my lights are on. Well, they're not, 
And I know a lot of people have the automatic headlights, and sometimes people switch them. I, I, I had a car that, matter of fact, my one car had that where I was left the thing on automatic, and if somebody else drove my car, they turned it off. And But the thing about it was, and I know this is sort of weird because I'm, I'm getting like in the weeds, but back in the day, your dashboard lights wouldn't come on until you turn your lights on. But now a lot of the cars have the dashboard lights that come on all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they do. So people driving along and they if, will... If my car's dash lights did not come on, I could not operate my vehicle. Well, you've got one of those fancy schmancy cars. It's got the digital displays. It's got the, the power. It, it really does. It's it's pretty amazing. Although I, this car does not have the crash sensor on the front that has it on the back. So I need to get a, that special bumper and get my crash uh, system back. <laughs> I've, I've got a crash sensor in my car. You do? Yeah. Whenever I'm about to hit something, this little voice comes out and says, oh, and it says, oh, S word. That's the crash sensor. Yeah. That's, that's about, <laughs> so that's no, about right. I'm going back to the thing. Like what is going on to people? I mean, like, and once again, the police, and if I, I used to do this from time to time, if I've had this happen, you know, to me fairly often, I dial 911 and the one lady said, I swear to God, I swear, I said, I'm driving along, can't remember where it was. And there's a guy driving on 44, no lights. The lady says, yeah, what do you want us to do? <laughs> That's actually illegal. What? What is illegal? To drive around with no lights at night. No kidding. Shelly, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, matter of fact. But I... it's also illegal to flash them. So I'm I'm act, acting illegally by flashing my lights at these guys who don't have their headlights on. So in other words, I'm well, so only because <laughs> it could be misconstrued that there's a police officer uh, that you just passed a police no, officer, no, and you're flashing your lights no. to let them know that there's a cop up there. That is a lie. That's illegal. That is not. It is too. It is not. And I can tell you the case. It happened right Dude, into. It happened. Whatever. In, it happened in De, in De Pair. Kramer versus. No, Kramer. no, 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 no. It happened in De Pair. There was some people got arrested for that because yes. of the, yeah, but 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 once again, they went to court and it got thrown out because that is illegal. And like for example, and here's my example: it is illegal. It's illegal to arrest somebody for for flashing their lights. You can't do that. That's not a law. That's not a law. And it is no. Well, I don't no, know no, about okay, that. So. Okay, okay, okay. The, the smartest woman in the world will vindicate me. It's so. not a law. Keep on keeping on, sir. So you're saying that's a law that if you flash your tail headlights at somebody that there's to radar. To let people know that there's a cop up above. That there's or, a, their radar, right? They're running radar. Okay. Correct. That's yes. not against the law, and I'll tell you the reason why. Okay. <sighs> Whatever. Okay, think about it. You're warning someone that they should slow down. Okay. So if they see you flashing your lights, what do you do? You slow down, right? Okay, so if you're standing out in front of a bank and a guy gets out of his car and he puts a, you know, a stocking cap over its face, he's got one of those ski masks, okay? Uh-huh. And he pulls out a gun and he starts walking into the bank and you go, dude, 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 don't rob this bank. The guards are in there and they're waiting for you. And the guy would say, hey, man, thanks a lot. I'm not going to go rob the bank. So they'd arrest you for stopping him robbing the bank? They wouldn't know that I did that. No, let's say the cop was outside, and the cop saw the whole thing, and he says, Ma'am, you're under arrest. What did I do? You stopped him from, from robbing the bank. Yeah, isn't that a good thing? No, yeah, that's terrible. There's a law against stopping people robbing banks. You should let him rob the bank, and then we would have caught him on the way out. It's the same thing. It's the same stupid thing. 
You know how ridiculous you are, right? No, think about it for a minute. And and see, that happened in De Pere <laughs> where Whatever. people fought it. You can't, they, there's no law that states that you can, can't flash your lights at someone because to warn them. Like, for example, I mean, like, like so in other words, like say you're driving along and there's an accident like on a, on a curvy, let's say you're on 94. And this has happened to me several times driving 94. You're driving along in 94 and people come by and they're flashing their lights at you. What are, you, what are they telling you? There's an accident up ahead. You come around that corner, sure enough, there's an accident. Highways, the road's blocked. Okay? Thank you for those guys for warning me. That's illegal? From what I understand, it is. <laughs> it's not. It's BS. <laughs> Where did you hear that? Huh? <laughs> Where did you hear that? Why did I do what? Where did you hear that? What? Where did you hear that stupid thing that there's blah, 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 blah? Oh, I don't know. Okay. People say things clearly that I believe that are total BS. Do you know what? You know what, Shelly? As evidence as uh, this radio show. <laughs> you know, Shelly, you know, I broke the law yesterday. I'm sorry? I broke the law yesterday. I'll admit it. You broke the law? I broke the law yesterday. You have to speak up and, and quit mumbling. What? I broke the law yesterday. Yes, you did. What'd okay. you do? I went to a, a drive through and I didn't have my passenger seat empty. There's a law in the state of Missouri that if you don't if you're in your car by yourself and your passenger seat has like something on the front seat, it's illegal to drive through and order a hamburger. That's not true. Oh, it's true. Yeah, it's true. No, I, it's not it's true. true. Stop it's true. it. It's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Wait till I see you today. Okay. Here's here's a poor lady who will probably never work in TV news again. Hold on a minute. What's... The United States, although... I can't read it. Hold on. Let me read it. Hold on a minute. What's going on with my phone? Um... Legality headlight flashing varies from state to state. A federal court ruled that flashing headlights was constitutionally protected form of free speech... Uh, issuing an injunction prohibiting a police department from citing or prosecuting drivers who flash their lights to warn of radar. See, there you go. There you go, right there. Okay, well, smartest just woman do in the world. that smartest in front woman of in the a world. cop after you've passed them. Yeah? And tell me what happens. And and if he gives you a ticket, you go to court and you win. Because you pull, he pulls you over, and then you look at him and you say, do you know who I am? <laughs> No, no. And then you're in fist, and then you are in cuffs, what? and in the back of uh, you, you get a, a nice ride with, with the lights on. Oh, yeah, with, with. <laughs> to to uh, a nice place that you get three squares a day. Here, yeah. Here we go. Here we and go. And you get visitors. Here we go. Do you know who I am? <laughs> yes. I'm really kind of a big deal. <laughs> I don't know how to put this. But I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're moving on to the next thing. A lady. Okay, moving on. Who's a meteorologist at Channel Two in at KREM in Spokane, Washington? Okay, she goes okay. on the six o'clock newscast. You know how, like, the, the newsroom they've got all the TV monitors behind them. You know, they've got a screen that she's got a, a color radar screen that's up, and there's a screen behind her, and all that. Like on one of the screens behind her, totally visible. There's a porno film playing. 
No, there's not. <laughs> yes, it was on for 10, 10 seconds. Six o'clock newscast last night, KRM in Spokane, Washington. And there's this, there's a screen grab of, I'm looking at it right at, and this poor young lady who's the meteorologist who's got a smile on her face, and they've got the screen pixelated out in back of her. Apparently, it was a man and a woman enjoying themselves, shall we say, and this ran on the screen behind her for 10 seconds. Can you imagine that? And 10 seconds, a lot of people think that 10 seconds is a flash of an eye. 10 seconds, actually, depending on the situation, is a long time. That's the attention span of most uh, people under 25 nowadays, 10 seconds. That's, that's their attention span. The video clip was allegedly shown in KRM TV for around 10 seconds before it was taken off the screen. Local news station Eastern Washington is being investigated by police. Police called! After a pornographic video reportedly played on a screen behind meteorologists given the forecast last Sunday evening at 6 p.m. It was no, excuse me, it wasn't. Last night it was Sunday. Spokane Police Department Special Victims Unit is investigating the origin of the explicit video and how it allegedly ended up on the KRM TV during the dinner hour, the spokesperson review, uh, spokesman review in Spokane reported. TV viewers had called the department to report the video. It was allegedly shown for 10 seconds before it was taken off the screen. So here's this poor lady doing the weather, you know, meteorologist, and... And there's a porno going on behind her. And she's like, have, and once again, she probably has absolutely positively nothing to do with it. It's probably somebody in the control room, probably some guy, hey, it's my last day. It's, I, I'm quitting the TV station. So, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> Let's run a porno behind her meteorologist when she's on the air. <laughs> right? I really can't believe that that happened. <laughs> well, it did. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Is that like those, um, <laughs> Those um, Fu Manchu, um, you you showed them to me, where they um, actually changed the the wording of the people that they were talking about. What? Never mind. <laughs> Fu Manchu. M-M. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Fu, what are you talking about, Fu Manchu? We'll circle back to that. <laughs> no, we won't. Who are you, Jen Saki? We'll cir- circle back, Saki. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says all the time. I know she does. You know, you know, get this. Okay. One of the reporters, one of the reporters, I don't know if you heard this story or not. There's airports. Like, for example, Spirit of St. Louis has has a, a um, what, what moratorium, whatever they call it. What do you call it when you can't land there at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning? They, they, you, you, because of noise abatement. You know what I'm talking about? They're, they're shut yeah, down from, I like, do. I don't know the, midnight the, the to word six. for it. I okay. used to, but I don't anymore. There's people up in the northeast who are complaining that their jet's landing at the airport at 2.30 in the morning. So one of the reporters asked Jen Psaki, uh, you know, and, and the, the reason this came up is these they're, they're shipping immigrants who are coming across the Mexican border. They're shipping them into New York, and they're flying them at 2.30 in the morning. And they're flying into airports, you know, that are normally closed because they can do it because they're the government. You know, the, the rules don't apply to the government. The government sets the rules. The rules apply to you and me, but not to the government. So they're, Yeah, but rules are made to be broken. They're flying these, these flights into the airport. So one of the reporters asked Jen Psaki about these flights quoted in the middle of the night. And she says, it's not in the middle of the night. It's 2.30 in the morning. That's early. <laughs> Did she really say that? Yes. It's like it's like she's debating the reporter because he said in the middle of the night, and the reporter says, I see if I'm finding a clip, and the reporter says, well, it's 2.30. And she goes, well, that's not the middle of the night. That's just early morning. Okay. So okay. semantics, you know, once again, circle back, Saki. <laughs> potato, potato, But once But once again, here's the government breaking their own rules because most of the time, well, I shouldn't say that. They're not federal rules. They're usually local rules, but the airport has to agree to them. 
You know, just like the goofy thing, like if you sell or buy a piece of real estate in Chesterfield, you have to sign an agreement that you understand there's an airport there and you won't complain about the noise. That's part of the agreement if you buy a house in Chesterfield. Did you know that? Well, that doesn't surprise me because there's a freaking airport there. But that's like people, once again, out of 94 at Junk Station Road. There used to be a racetrack there. Remember that back in the day? There was a racetrack. I did, and, and the, I could hear it from my house. Oh, you could hear it all over St. Charles County. Yes, you and could. And the stupid people bought houses next to the racetrack. And then they go, I can't believe it's so noisy. Why, why is it so noisy? You bought a house next to a racetrack. What do you expect? Do you, uh-huh. th- do you think those guys have expensive Midas mufflers on their car on their race cars so they don't make any noise? No, they have no mufflers on their cars, and the tires squeal. And then you know when they hit the brakes and they go around the corners, it's super noisy. Why are you buying a house next to a racetrack and complaining about the noise? So what happened? They shut down the racetrack. I'll never understand that, and it bothered me ever since. And that's why on Sundays. Those people around that subdivision where it used to be, the racetrack used to be, on Sundays, I take my car, they saw the muffler off, and I drive through the subdivision with no muffler, and then I go, well, there, the racetrack's back. And I get back in my car and I leave every Sunday. And, and I ride my Harley over there, too. That's right, 727. Yep. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. BS in the Morning, song lyrics that took years to complete. Weren't stay all night to get lucky. <laughs> Don't they get say lucky, like the same get lucky, sentence throughout the whole song? Get lucky, yes, get lucky, get lucky, get lucky. Okay, the smartest woman in the world just sent me the article. <clears throat> and interesting, I the, love her. the article is published February 25th, 2021 by Guess Who? Who? Bo Matthews, but it's not the same Bo Matthews. This guy is a disc jockey in another country station. His name is B-E-A-U Matthews, okay? Bo Matthews okay. on Kix 105.7. The call letters are KXKX. I believe that's in Kansas somewhere. I'll have to double-check that. And the article starts off that says, You see it all the time. Oncoming traffic has one individual that seems to want everyone on the road to know that they are uh, so they don't dim the headlights. So it's illegal to flash headlights at this oncoming vehicle. No, it's not for that reason. But if you're driving down the highway and you see law enforcement set up radar trying to catch speeders, in some states it used to be illegal to flash your headlights to warn oncoming vehicles about the speed trap. But for drivers in Missouri, that changed a number of years ago. Back in 2014, in federal court in St. Louis, a judge ruled that drivers are allowed to flash their headlights to warn other motorists by nearby of nearby police and speed traps. The order by U.S. District Judge Henry E. Autry in St. Louis ruled that it was a First Amendment right for drivers to do so. Of course, sometimes the flashing of headlights are also done to warn motorists of a record different situation. I talked about that. The ACLU has stepped in numerous times across the country representing individuals concerning this subject. The particular ruling for Missouri was for a driver that was cited for flashing her headlights in 2012 in Ellisville, Missouri. I thought it was De Pere, but it was in Ellisville. Uh, she flashed her headlights to notify motorists of, set- of the radar setup in Ellisville. According to the story in 2014 from foxnews.com, quote, Ellisville City Attorney George Restovich said the city changed the policy after the case went to the court and no longer pulls over people for flashing headlights. See? It used to be illegal. Thank you for vindicating yourself, Brad. Well, but... but, but and the smartest woman in the world? Girl, I thought we were sisters. Hold on. Let me look where KXKX is. That's what <laughs> What? What now? What did I miss? Huh? What did I miss? Sisters, what? KXKX. Oh, let me see where that's at. 
Uh, KXKX is in Knob Noster, Missouri. Knob Noster, Missouri? That's uh, um, the Air Force Base. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that the Air that? Yeah, that I, is the Air Force Base. I believe that is. Nobnoster. Right. That's that's Whiteman Air Force Base, isn't it? It is. Sedalia, Nobnoster. That's where my bonus daughter was born. In Nobnoster? Yes, because my husband was um, in the Air Force. And he worked in Nobnoster? Yes. That's one of those places that, you know, I was born in Peculiar. Did you know that about me? Peculiar? <laughs> Missouri. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> it was almost, um, you know... Written about you. <laughs> yeah, remember that. There, there's an inside joke that Shelly and I will always share. Share because we won't talk no, about it because we don't want to embarrass somebody. Okay. No. Okay. Um, but it was really funny, just so you know. Okay. Okay. Here's a good one. Do you know who Dennis Prager is? Who, please? Dennis Prager. No. He's a talk show guy. He's on Salem Radio Network. He used to be on here in St. Louis when Salem owned stations, but now he's not anymore because they don't. They sold their stations. Okay. Dennis Prager, and the headline is, Salem's Dennis Prager has COVID and claims he got it intentionally. Are you ready for this? Salem Radio Network's indicated conservative talk show host Dennis Prager has tested positive for COVID-19, claiming that he intentionally caught the virus to, quote, gain natural immunity. Prager made the announcement during his Monday program October 18th when he broadcast from his home. Quote, it is infinitely preferable to have natural immunity than vaccine immunity, and that is what I have hoped for the entire time. Hence, so I've engaged with strangers, constantly hugging them, taking photos with them, knowing that I was making myself very susceptible to giving COVID, Prager said, according to Media Matters, which is indeed as bizarre as it sounded. That is what I wanted, in the hope that I would achieve natural immunity and be taken care of by therapeutics. So the guy goes out and purposely tries to get COVID-19. Is that bes- okay? Is is that like stupid? He's seventy three years old. Said he tested positive last week, and he has been steadily improving. Adding, "quote At no point was I in danger of hospitalization." Prager has been treating the virus with an assortment of medications. "quote I've received mono, mono, monoclonal, monoclonal antibodies. That's Regeneron. I have, of course, for years, a year and a half, not years, been taking hydrochloric quoxin, or whatever. You know, with the, the, that's that's the, the the Trump drug from the beginning with zinc. I've taken Z-Pak, astromycin, and Zelenko. Fred Zelenko? No, Fred. It's the Zelenko I was protocol. Just thinking that same thing. Zelenko. What's the Zelenko protocol? Would have it. What is the Zelenko? It's probably those three meds that are like. Hold on, I can look at this together. Z E L E N K Zelenko protocol. Let's see, Let's see what this is. Protocol. Here it is. The uh, the Zelenko protocol dot com. Okay, and what is outpatient study finds that combination of zinc, hydrochloroquine, and astromycin is associated with less hospitalizations and death for COVID nineteen. So that's what it is. And it's Doctor Roland Derwan, based in Munich. Derwan is a medical doctor and life science industry expert, almost 20, blah, 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 blah. Currently heads medical, and uh, Professor Martin, they're all saying that this is for real. Dr. Vladimir, hear this. Zelenko graduated from SUNY at Buffalo School of Medicine in 2000. He's board certified in family medicine as the medical director at Monsey Family Medical Center. Dr. Dr. Vladimir, Zel- Vladimir Zelenko. Boy, he, he's a good-looking guy. Got a good old, good old beard. You know, He looks like a Vladimir Zelenko would look. That's the Zelenko profile. Pro, uh, protocol. So, so Dennis Prager is purposely going out hugging people, kissing babies, you know, shaking hands, you know, <laughs> rubbing up against people. 
hey, hi, I'm here to get the COVID-19 virus. He's an idiot. (laughs) You don't think that's smart? No, I think he's an idiot. (laughs) It's right up there with never having poison ivy bother you. And to prove that you're immune to poison ivy, you take the poison ivy and you rub it all over yourself. Well, what does that do? It gives you poison ivy. You're no longer immune to it. Can I tell you a story that I shouldn't tell on the air? Why would you do that if you shouldn't tell it on the air? Well, I'll tell. I'll clean it up. Okay. When I was oh, little, okay. There's a part of me you don't realize. When I was a young kid, I lived on a farm. Believe it or not, I lived on a farm. Way up in North County. I mean, you can't go any farther in North County than where I live to the point where we could walk to the northern edge of our property on this farm and the Missouri River was there. So when I'm talking about North County, you can't get much more north than where we were lived, okay? Okay. And there was this girl that lived down the street from us. Matter of fact, she was older than me. She was my sister's age. My sister was three years older than me. And in the summer, her mom used to give her breakfast and send her outside and she would not let her back in the house until dinner. She couldn't she didn't get lunch. She just and and she and literally her mom locked the door. Cuz we we asked her one time, "How come you can't go home? My mom locks the door. She takes me out in the morning and locks the door." And so my sister and I were like asked questions like, well, "What do you do for lunch?" "Well, I don't have lunch." "What do you do for dinner?" "Well, my mom opens the door back up at like 5 o'clock and I go eat dinner." So during the day she's out and about. So one day she is like sick and she can't come out to play with us for like two or three days and after two or three days she comes back out and she tells us why she couldn't come out and play with us why because she would go in this field remember i lived on a farm she'd go on a field and she would instead of using toilet paper she would use plants and okay and one day she used a plant for instead of toilet paper if you know what i'm talking about and it was poison ivy Leaves of three, let it be. <laughs> yes, she did. She did the the what's what's what's. The, I'm so sorry that she did that. What, what's the Shelly? What's the thing? We're we're holding. I can't find it. I, you know, my my system's not working real well this morning. It's slow. That's what she said. Uh, and and, and she Shelly would say. It was not enhancing the go. It was not enhancing the go. Where she used poison ivy for toilet paper, and she had a problem for about three days. I bet she did. Oh, can you imagine that? That would suck. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and I remember telling my mom Her this. user agreement sucks. And my mom would. My mom didn't believe us. I think her name was Trudy. And, we wanted her, and you know, mom, if that would go on nowadays, the mother would be in jail. Well, you're exactly right. You know, And the girl would be in the system. Right. She, A lot of stuff went, went on back then that goes on now. It's just that people didn't talk about it. Well once again but but things change you know i mean like once no there's nothing that has changed in regards to um the hey, things that went on back then that go on now i grew up in a neighborhood where a lot of the moms i mean like i mean like for example everybody was a stay-at-home mom well, my but, mother was not well my, neither was mine but yeah but 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 once again in the summer We'd leave like, you know, at, at 8 and 9 o'clock in the morning. We wouldn't come back. The rule was we came back when the street lights came on. We didn't have that too many street lights. But in other I words, know, but then they said, it's 10 o'clock. 
Do you no, know where your but, children but are? They didn't know where we were. They didn't have GPS on it. We didn't have cell phones or anything like that. No, we did not. We were riding our bikes. We were, you know, are here. We're down in the creek. Remember, I told you the story of of the Brown and Brown brothers. The one of, and I, you know, I believe the one that 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 died was the one that ended up on my mom's doorstep. I told you that story, didn't I? Yes, you did. Uh, we didn't get locked out, but we rarely went back home until dark uh, when lights came on. You are a middle child. That explains everything. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I am the Was middle child. the smartest woman in the yeah, world? She says I'm a middle child. That explains everything. <laughs> it but, does explain but, a lot, hey, actually. I've never wiped my butt with toilet paper. I mean, with, with, with poison ivy. That has so... nothing. That's not what she's talking <laughs> <No>. about. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, how funny. <laughs> well, but, Agnes, you're hilarious. <laughs> Middle child, okay, whatever. <laughs> so it was funny. Brad. So hold, if I have four kids, do I have two mill mill children? Is that what it is? When when you get four, I kids. don't know how that goes, but <laughs> I don't know how that goes when you have even kids. Yeah. So the to the, the the second and third, do they share idiosyncrasies with each other? My second, I, I, I don't know. My second's my daughter. Oh, hold, hold it, hold. She calling me right now. Hold oh, on, Brad. Don't do it. She's calling me right now. Don't do it. She's calling me right now. Don't do it. She, she, she's calling me right now. Hello. Hey, Amanda, how you doing? I'm at work, and I let you go. Okay, can we talk tomorrow? Well, you're a day late. Okay, we'll talk next week. Okay. You did it. <laughs> 7.44. You don't like that, do you? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and I'm not the only one. Whoa. Imagine that. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't I have no idea. It's 7:44. It is. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. It's BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. I got one for you. How about this one, Shelly? You ready for this one? I am. Are you Eden, ready for this? I'm ready for this. Eden High School in St. Catharines, Ontario. This is up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Students have started a petition to keep their principal. Her name is Mrs. Sharon Burns. Uh, they're trying to get the their parents who are trying to get her fired. And the students, Why? the students love her. They say she's done all sorts of great things for the school. She's very, you know, helpful to the students. Nobody, nobody has any problems with her, but the parents do because you know why? Why? She's a fan of Iron Maiden, the the group. And they feel that that's not appropriate. Yes. <laughs> the the parents has here here here's what the par- this parents group has come together and says. As concerned parents with impressionable children at Eden High School in St. Catharines, Ontario, we are deeply disturbed that the principal assigned to the school blatantly showed satanic symbols and her allegiance to satanic practices are on a public social media platform where all the students can see them under Eden Principal. Our school is based on inclusion and openly displaying satanic symbols. Uh, that directly goes against the principles of the vast majority of families who represent the school is not inclusive. As parents, we are demanding her transfer to another school. Please replace her with another principal who aligns with the values of the families at Eden and will not sabotage the teaching or holding of these values and will not try to introduce impressionable impressionable students to satanic practices or symbolism. (laughs) Iron Maiden. Okay, think about that for a minute. Iron Maiden is like, what, the 80s? Is that Iron Maiden like? I mean, uh, yes, it's from the seventies and eighties. I mean, like that's like that's like people complaining about. That's like watching our loving Black Sabbath. Uh, here, and yeah. who doesn't like Gene? Uh, no, at, he's not. He wasn't Black Sabbath. 
No, Gene Simmons is Kiss. Okay. Is Kiss. Uh, 1995. Oh, see, it's almost like Loving Kiss. Well, but there, remember, there were people that came out against Kiss as well, too. Uh, and I don't understand that. According to Wikipedia, Iron Maiden are an English heavy metal band formed in late in East, on, East London in 1995, excuse me, 1975 by bassist and primary songwriter Steve Harris. The band's discography has grown to 41 albums, 41 albums, 17 studio albums, 13 live albums, four EPs, and seven compilations. They've also released 47 singles and 20 music video albums. Two electronic games have been released with Iron Maiden soundtracks, and the band's music is featured in a number of other video games. Uh, heavy Metal, 19 said they're still they're still touring 1975 to present. Were they like the Rolling Stones? So anyway, the, the, the kids, <laughs> um, the kids are saying we like our teacher, and so she's on she's on her social media account talking about how she loves Iron Maiden music. Okay. So, so you get fired over that, uh, you know. I'm, and once again, do you have a problem with? I mean, I've not never gotten into heavy metal. To me, it always sounds like like a truck that smashed into a music store. You know, what I mean, like a truck that ran through the front window of like a you know, music store, and all the guitars get smashed at the same time. You know, like that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But yet, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> Why would <you laughs> I can think of principles that I wouldn't want to get rid of. There's one that comes to my mind who gave my one son nothing but grief, but that's a whole other story. God, um, one of these days. My I... principle when I went to high school, yeah. his name was Mr. Kryling, right? And he was actually um, some kind of law enforcement. Well, I'll give you one better than that. My electronics teacher, who gave me my. <laughs> Who gave me my one of my favorite sayings? <laughs> Which is <laughs> Mr. Linky, who became one of our, our 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 principals. Okay, I went to high school when, matter of fact, you went to high school. I did, and I should have dropped. Did they out. have like separate high schools back then? <laughs> yeah, they did. Mr. Link, oh, okay. Mr. Linky said to me, <laughs> I still, I was probably sixteen at the time, and we took this test. And I still remember the whole stupid thing like it happened yesterday because it like it made an impression on me because he said this in front of the class. We got the test graded, and he marked one of my questions wrong. This was an electronics class way back in the day. And it was a, it was a question about electrical circuits, and it was a question about three-way switches. You know, have a three-way switch in your house. You flip one, and you go down the hall, and you flip the other one off, okay? You don't have to flip. You know, there are two of them, like, work, sort of like push-pull right. kind of thing. Okay, They toggle back and forth, okay? There's a lot so, of three-way switches in my house. Right. So you're supposed to draw a schematic of a light bulb and a three-way switch, okay? Okay. So I did it, but I didn't do it the way it was taught in class because I did it a different way. But it worked, and he graded it wrong. It had a big red X mark through it. And I went up to him in class, and he says, if any of you have any questions on your test, come up and see me right now. So I walked up. To, I'm the only guy walking up there. I go, Mr. Linky, you uh, marked my, uh, my, uh, my, my question about my diagram about the schematic about the three-way light switch wrong. And he looks at me, and he says, well, that's not how we do it. And I go, but it works. So he sat there, and he looked at it, and he goes, he looks at me. He says, it does work. And in front of the class, I swear this is a true story. He looks at me, and he says, son, you know why they don't send donkeys to college? I go. No, I don't. He says, because nobody likes a smart ass. Sit down. <laughs> so did you get the question right? Yes, he changed the answer because it worked. So, but the interesting, there you go. The interesting thing was Mr. Linky was Green Beret, and he had like three or four terms, uh, three or four tours of duty in Vietnam. Okay, this is back in the day. 
And Mr. Linky, for the most part, was serious guy down to business. But, he, you know, he chuckled from time to time. But, man, if you did something wrong in class, he would go into Mr. Green Beret. I mean, he would. And he, one time there's one kid in our class who was always causing trouble. And he he made the kid stand in front of the class. And I can't remember what he, he – he gave him something, like something heavy. And he says, he says, hold this out in front of you and don't let go of it. So, and so he's standing there, and we're going like, okay, what's this all about? So it's this kid standing there holding this, I can't remember what it was, something, something heavy. He's holding it out like, you know, at arm's length, parallel to the ground, okay? So Mr. Linky turns to the class and explains to us that when he was in, he was like a, a you know, some officer in the Green Beret or something like, or, 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 or sergeant or something like that. If they had problems with the troops, they would put him out in a field somewhere. And they would make them hold a grenade out in front of them, and they would pull the pin on the grenade. So the idea being this: after so long, you can't hold the grenade up anymore. So what do you do? You drop the drop the grenade, and the pin's out, and the grenade blows up, and you're dead. Uh huh. That's how they would discipline the soldiers who weren't good. So that's how, so he made his kids stand up in front of the class, hold. I can't remember what it was, and and he stood up there like for like 20 minutes, and finally he dropped it, and Mr. Linky goes, boom. <laughs> like that. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> so what is it? Like the equivalent of waterboarding? I guess. I mean, today. I Mr. mean, sheesh. But, but see, the interesting thing was back in the day, Mr. Linky got promoted to a principal. Nowadays, he'd be in jail, right? <laughs> Absolutely true. And the sad part of it is, the sad part of it is, and you were there at one of our Chamber of Commerce meetings about five or six years ago, one of the guys came up to me and said to me, he says, you don't remember who I am, do you? I go, no, I don't. He says, I used to be one of your teachers. And he was a young teacher at the time, you know, and now he's he an old. He was a what place? A young teacher. You know, he was only oh, okay. probably. yeah, yeah. He was probably in his 20s. So I was like, you know, so he's like 10 years older than me, okay? So, you know, it's like old school. We're talking about this, you know, and I go, what happened to Mr. Linky? And you know what? It was sad. He says he died 10 years ago. I Aww. go, really? I, what, what from? Cancer. Agent Orange. Wow. You know, the deal with, with the stuff they, they sprayed to defoliate the forests in Vietnam so the I Vietnamese do. couldn't yes. speak right. He got, you know, once again, when he was in Vietnam, he got sprayed several times with Agent Orange because he was a Green Beret doing his Green Beret stuff in Vietnam. And he died, I think he was only like 55 or something like that. So, Mr. Lincoln. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, I'm sorry to hear that. So he gets promoted. Unfortunately, and, he's not the only one. And nowadays, he'd been fired. Because <laughs> imagine if he stood some kid. Up yes, he would. Or, or <laughs> um... When, it was so funny when the kid drops it. I can't remember what it was. When the kid drops it, he went, boom. You know, and everybody in class was like, oh, my God. Our teacher would have killed that guy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, back then, they could actually, um, what's the word? Um, penalize? No. Yeah. And back then, you could flash. Correct. You could have, they you, could physically, physically correct the students. Right. And back then, you could flash. You couldn't flash your headlights at people to warn about radar. That was illegal back then. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, 759. Be sure to bite me today, Brad. And um... we're done. She's okay. talking. Bye. Are you done?